0: A
1: bunch
0: of witty jump! It's nice, papa. Uh, have a quick. You
2: have a quick. We'll put that a quick. It's
0: just right. Cadals. Be do be bo. Be- Hit the ba ba beep boop, beep. Boop, beep a beep a beep
2: Welcome back to witty banter, episode number one hundred and seventy-one, right? <laughs> That is, was
3: like a is that
2: right? radio jingle. Welcome to Willy Wonka's <laughs>
1: castle. Well,
2: yeah, no, I mean that was beautiful. Houston. That was the <laughs> that was the voices of angels that I will be. I am lucky to host the show with today. I'm with, of course, Mr. Hunter Dorsett. How Howdy are you doing do you today? Howdy, duty, Hunter, and Mr. Calibro. Four twenty. I've already said that a bunch of times. Yeah. but it is I'm Chase not a Cali
0: and that's the other thing. He's, you know, we're he's, really
2: trying to get him to fill that void, but he's not embracing it. We've been nah.
0: we've been acing him up to be the Calibro S- of the setting show. Setting him up, you know, and he's
3: just refused.
2: So
0: far, the, no. the setups have been carne asada and taco references, <laughs> and the occasional four twenty bra.
2: Absolutely. Oh, man. But it is a pleasure. Of course, I am your host, Max Scott. We have a very special episode lined up here today. We're going to be drinking brews. We're going to be talking information. We're going to be doing brackets. We're going to be playing games and stuff at the very end. It's going to be a good one, guys. we got a whole Uh, host of things to do. Absolutely. But before we dive on into that,
3: let's get nice and tipsy first. What are we drinking today? Why not? Okay, we got a Till and Toil Saison from Lakewood Brewing Company for uh, me and Max to try over here in Houston, um, it is the spring seasonal ale brewed with Citra and Mosaic hops. It's seven point one percent alcohol by volume, twenty-one IBUs, and. Whoa. On the back, it says, tropical fruit and citrus notes balance the th- this thirst-quenching ale traditionally enjoyed by farmers after a long day in the sun. Saisons <laughs> are the perfect reward for a hard day's work. Uh, is that true? Although ours I'm is a we good got a reward for just about anything. So, pairs well with aged fontina, roast chicken and patio oh my God,
0: weather. They're throwing in the freaking specific <laughs> the classic, deli cheeses in there. Exactly, <laughs>
3: like when you're a
2: farmer and you're out on the farm and then you go back inside, you slice up a little bit of fontina. I and was originally
3: a Asiago, uh, but Asiago,
2: please. I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> a layman's man's <laughs> bread. I'm excited for this beer though. This beer, it looks a little bit more interesting than what we've been I doing. I mean, we're though, going like? back to Lakewood, so I, I was about mean, to say... Got, yeah. It's liquid. got a
0: good good pedigree there.
3: They're the ones that brought um, the temptress to our oh I didn't realize was palate, So temptress
0: is cool. That's a it's good what beer. made them divine.
3: Yeah, it's a very
2: different style of beers. So we transcended. We'll yeah, see if they're a brewery of many hats. <laughs> let's <Is that> go. <laughs> ch- I don't know. Let's go over and no, check on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's go check on Chase. Chase, what are you drinking over there? So
0: I'm drinking water. Because on awesome. Saturday, I drank a copious amount of beer at an Oktoberfest and then had what was probably one of my worst hangovers ever the following day.
2: That sounds incredible. Where'd you go for Oktoberfest? Just there beer is like
0: a city called El Cajon that's just out east of San Diego. And that's where like the German society's like meeting building is. And they just turned this massive parking lot and their building into an Oktoberfest celebration. Very cool. Wait,
2: so is that like Oktoberfest is right now? Is that how that works? It starts at or the end yeah.
3: yeah. Late Wait. September, early October. Yeah.
2: Okay. And then it goes through October?
3: Through the
0: very start and then it ends.
1: Oh,
2: okay. You well, know. I never really know how that works, but I'm glad that you're celebrating your German... Uh, I guess you're not, <laughs> what not your that, heritage, affinity? but <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a German affinity, <laughs> I guess, freshening up, because I don't know if a lot of people know this. He speaks almost perfect German. That's if you ever seen him. It yeah. Says, <laughs> He's is a uh-huh. Deutsch. Yes, well, <laughs> exactly. Oh, Help. Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Speak into the Get microphone, out of this man. Funk. But it sounds like you had a pretty jam-packed weekend getting fucking hammered. Did you do anything else cool this weekend?
0: It was sweet. I've been on like a greatest hits of shit that's been popping up. I, okay, so I have a friend who is a concert promoter, and Very I cool. met him through a connection like five years ago at this point when he got me tickets to see a Rush show. And he was in town because Jay-Z and Beyonce are apparently touring together. And I got to see them like front and center, dude. Like, we—I was in a football stadium, and awesome. the place was packed. And right. uh, I was right there next to the stage, and they had a massive stage setup, like a huge show, dude. Tons Damn, of dancing, yeah,
1: It's like, of Beyonce. That's a fucking was, production, dude. That's yeah, not, it was yeah. nuts.
2: That's not a music show. That's a fucking production. So that's fucking wild, man. Did you ever just like turn around at one point and just see the sea? Of millions of people that literally wanted to be in your spot instead of their spot.
0: Yeah. And, like, I I feel that feeling often, Max, because I usually get pretty good seats to concerts, which is nice. I know.
2: I've done that with you. But I can definitely tell,
0: like, man, I am not... I am not the one who could get maximum enjoyment out of this, and like I don't even really listen to these people's music. But at this point, they are like American icons, and then standing in front of them and watching them perform, I'm like, oh, (laughs) yeah, I fucking get it. This is awesome. This is amazing. You know. I was gonna say,
2: yeah, like outside of knowing the music, was the production value of like the entire experience still worth like going to and enjoying?
0: You could tell that the people who are planning that. Are considering the poor the performance as like part of the artistry package, you know what I mean? And what was super cool was at the end of it on the screens where they were showing like where the cameras were playing like their image and stuff a lot. They had a credits list and they credited everybody in the whole tour. And I was like, that That's is sweet, super fucking rad, man. And it was a pretty uplifting show altogether. And it reminded me in the same way of like Metallica kind of went out of their way to be very uplifting the year before that. And it just hmm. seems like there's a pretty strong reaction to or or like a, a strong want to put those positive vibes out from people who have really big audiences, and it was really like clicking into some sort of pattern for me, seeing it for a second time by like more music icons you know
2: right no for yeah. sure
3: when you have such a a large audience to draw from it's probably pretty easy to find you know diversity in such audience, so togetherness is is a is pr- probably a good thing to to. Hit on. You got to you know?
2: promote positivity. It's got to be a fun concert. You know, it's not like a dreary sort of downer mm-hmm. indie rock show or something,
3: man. This is all about partying. So Chase, this out. was this was Beyonce and Jay-Z, correct? Yes. The On The Run tour? That was it, yeah. So, okay, my question is, was the focus Beyonce and Jay-Z's there just freaking hanging out and doing his
0: thing? I mean- <laughs> dude. That's that was the thing was the show was all a part of a one planned thing. Like they come in and it shows scenes of their like and this is all you can tell made for this like a music video would be made. It's not supposed to be like a uh, actual recording of what happened yeah, where, right. like, where they were <laughs> candidly caught. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're like it starts with like them in like getting married and then like going through. It was this whole message of like their relationship together like the good and the bad of that, the bad, uh, which I think was like, (laughs) anyway, yeah, so that was, it was like all a part of what was uh, put together by, I guess, the production, you know, and it was dope. They, I would say that Beyonce had more time and like the dancers and all that, that like were behind her had more time, but when Jay-Z came in and did Jay-Z songs, he brought the fucking house down. It was (laughs) fucking sick and they performed together because they have like a couple songs that they they, uh, were on together, so it all worked out. That's sick.
3: That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. Man, for real. That you think you were the amazing. only one with a Zelda tattoo there?
0: Uh, probably. <laughs> well,
3: <laughs>
2: At least the Zelda and Dark Souls one yeah. mixed together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's for sure.
3: Well, that one, I don't know. I mean, that one, yeah. yeah. I'm just kidding. Well, that sounds fucking awesome, man. It sounds like you had a great time. I'm jealous. I'd like to be able to point and say I did that. Make people jealous.
2: No, absolutely. Yeah, of the course. pictures sure are fun. outrageous, man.
3: Yeah, for sure, man. But...
2: Let's go ahead and have an equally as fun and engaging and wild experience here on the show because we keep things positive All right, so let's talk about something positive here. This is witty banter
1: All
2: right, this just in okay getting a little whisper Coming from Hunter's future boner and he wants to get on the mic and say (laughs) something His
0: dick is literally (laughs) talking to me
2: he says he wants. He says he has something very important to say. I'm gonna pull it over to Hunter's future boner. Yes, you I'm like, like a boner. flautist,
0: and he's like a cobra. Yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right, stop talking now. Yeah,
2: right.
3: Um. All right. Yeah. So I just wanted to give a brief update about yeah. the whole Elon Musk thing that we brought up a few weeks ago. He has come under fire, right? Yes.
2: You can see it in the progression of our podcast. Mm-hmm.
3: And I want to know where he's
2: at.
0: Public right opinion now. has turned, my man.
3: I mean, absolutely. So. You know, he went on the Joe Rogan show and smoked a little bit. Did anybody watch that? I did. I watched the whole episode. Yeah, the whole podcast I thought was great. I thought it was a great podcast. He's a
0: weird dude.
3: He's a weird dude. I like that he pauses a long (laughs) time before he says anything. (laughs) I noticed we have
2: something in common.
3: (laughs) But, um, yeah, so I brought up a few weeks ago about how, you know, Elon had said something about how he wanted to take his company private and it was for the good of the company and all this kind of stuff. And then he backed out later. And then the SEC was like, we're going to sue you because you can't say that shit if you don't mean it. And so basically they did. And then, um, you know, Tesla's stock just went... Oh <laughs> dropped no. down a huge freaking wall after it was like, SEC officially filed suit right. onto Elon Musk or whatever. Uh-oh. At first it was like, it seemed like he was going to try and fight it and buck him. Mm-hmm. And just like show him who's boss or something. Right. Elon fucking this, Musk. <laughs> this weekend, he, uh, he settled, right? Out of court. He, he basically is on good terms again with the SEC because he's paying $20 million out of pocket. He, Tesla is also paying $20 million to settle the suit. And he's been uh, taken out as chairman of the company. So now he is only the CEO which that was like part of the bargaining right it's like what's I the don't, main I'll, difference there yeah the chairman is on the board of directors and the board of directors basically side a lot of the strategic uh, movement as far as you know strategy and high level stuff that goes on with the company and so board of directors is arguably more important than the ceo maybe not in a prom- like a you know your people viewing you standpoint you're a little more behind the scenes but you're driving you know the wheels of progression if you're the board of directors and so instead of having both the ceo and that title now he's just the ceo um but i just thought it was interesting just because i wanted to give a little update on that the fact that he basically out of nowhere dropped the baton, picked it back up. Now, now the, now the company's kind of like back on even keel and people are kind of like, ah, I don't really know. I guess it's okay. And then he's like, we're about to turn a profit now. So I don't know. It's just, Do you guys think it deserved the fine? Um, I don't
2: know. Like, I don't really know how like levels of law with business work at this high up. Right. Cause I think that as a layman, I hear him post that he posted like a tweet and because he's just somebody of power, it can de- like now a tweet means so much more, and yep. then he's essentially getting fined for this tweet that he said.
3: I think it wasn't the fact that he tweeted it, it was the fact that he followed up saying, Funding secured. That was the, the two word killer phrase that really sent all that out of whack. Because he said he it in s-
0: public as a public statement, yeah. and right. the SEC fined him because it could look like he was manipulating the markets. I think he deserved right. the fine. I'm not necessarily sure that $40 million is better spent with the SEC owning it than t- uh, Tesla is, but that's exactly what he's doing now. He's gonna, now he'll be able to like put this behind him, and then we'll forget about it in eight months. You know? Yeah,
3: agreed. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's not a huge update or anything super important. I just thought it would be cool to get a little closure about how that all ended up. Now apparently he's on good with the legality of what he's done now. Right. And we'll see how, uh, see how it goes from here.
2: So, are we back on the Tesla train? Are we all in support of Tesla again? I don't think
3: I ever listened I I, Yeah, I'm in support of Tesla. Okay. Have I you been in a of, Tesla?
2: I have not been inside of a Tesla. They're no. fucking
0: awesome. That sounds <laughs> pretty
2: cool. They look like pretty, <laughs> pretty tight fucking dope. cars. Yeah. Sounds like a pretty tight company. They fundamentally
0: still. feel different because the battery is across the entire length of like the floor of it. And so it disperses the weight in a way that other cars don't have. And you can feel the difference. And it's fucking cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's sounds cool. Like, That's a cool fact. That
2: matter. is a very cool fact for sure. <laughs> oh, man. So enough of the Tesla talk now. We got a little special. We, you've noticed that we've been doing a lot of brackets lately. Obviously, mm-hmm. we love brackets. Okay? We do. We had one person, a very special listener, send us in a bracket to do on the show. Uh, yep. Chase, why don't you take it from here?
0: All right, sure. Ben Ebig, who after us doing the five-year episode, I really recognize, like, yeah, Ben Ebig's been emailing in for, like, two years now. He's yeah, not he's a new fan. Beast. He is a tried and true fan.
2: He's an OG, for sure. Exactly. He liked us before we never got cool, Yeah. so that's right. great.
0: He's right. waiting for our debut sort of success. He's an early sure. investor.
2: Yeah, absolutely. He's really sticking it out, and we appreciate that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway... He heeded the call, and he sent us in a video game bracket for us to use, and we're going to take it up today because it's pretty detailed. He's got the whole thing laid out for us, so it makes it really easy for us to do it on the show, and, okay, so it's all going to be coming from me. You guys are just going to have to, like, choose one or the other, kind of from the hip because there's a lot of franchises here, and I don't think that we all honestly have a lot of experience with them, but that's going to allow us to sort of evaluate them in different ways, okay? For sure. Um, Okay. So yeah, we're gonna get started on the left-hand side. So first of all, we have two, four, six, eight on each side. So we're gonna be sort of sweet sixteen. We're gonna be cutting bodies up. Yeah, we got some mascot platformers from the PS one era: Spyro and Crash Bandicoot. Where's your heart,
2: dude? I don't know where my heart is, honestly.
3: Crash Bandicoot just
1: has more of a name. It has more
2: of a name. It's a big name, but Spyro's like I'm genuinely interested in the new remastered version that's coming out, and I've been seeing a lot of like side-by-side comparisons on what they've done. Yeah, I saw some. Crash also has
0: the remastered of its own games.
2: I don't think about
1: that. I don't about know that. about that. So
2: <laughs> that's a point against Crash. I think right? you're right,
0: because I'm already leaning Spyro, even though I didn't really play these games growing up. He's a dragon, right. and he's purple.
2: He's a purple dragon, and whenever like there was a point when I was thinking about PlayStation 1, and if I was to think about like who are the mascots of PlayStation 1, I would think of Spyro as being one of them.
3: Crash is—is is he a fox?
2: What is he? He's a Bandicoot. He is, yeah, he's a Bandicoot. What <laughs> <is> a Bandicoot? <laughs> you don't know what a Bandicoot is? Do you know what a Bandicoot is? It's Crash, obviously. <laughs> but I gotta go towards Spyro on this
1: one.
0: Yeah, I'm—I'm I'm happy to let Spyro champion this—that—that uh, that torch.
2: Sounds like you've been out waiting. Spyro, way boom. Okay, so now, next, next one here,
0: we have Jack and Daxter and Ratchet and Clank, which I think are other PlayStation uh, centric. Titles. I don't know if Jack and Daxter came out with PS uh, on PS1. I think that's PS2. And I think I think with Ratchet and Clank as well, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, Uh, I've actually played Ratchet and Clank back in the day for probably like 45 minutes, but I remember it, and I do remember. But I did. Yeah, (laughs) but (laughs) I do think Clank is a cool name and a cute robot, and Jack and Daxter kind of looks like a melodramatic. Fairy Boy and we've already got Link for that. So Yeah, of
2: course. Link's got that covered. Plus I used to always get them confused when I was yeah. like younger. I was like, Are these not the same fucking game? Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna go with the robot version of the same game.
1: Guys,
3: you guys are killing me. Jack and Daxter is the only one that I even fucking know of these two. So really? I would have gone Jack and Daxter.
2: Well. Looks like you've been outweighed again right? by the experienced <laughs> video gamers like us.
0: All right, this next one is Darksiders, which came out on the Xbox 360 and is kind of considered a zelda light game in the fact that like you're kind of getting items that opens up the overworld and it's like a 3D action game. Um, and you are one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, and it's kind of got yeah. that slant. And then that's going up against Devil May Cry, which is like a Capcom game that's inspired by the Inferno, essentially and other characters like that and right. it's like a action uh, hack and slash game
2: both of these games are cool i like darksiders a lot as a concept i like how you play as one conceptually of the four. i was yeah. riveted sounds pretty fucking tight yeah but uh devil may cry is probably one of the only games on this list that i actually played a lot when i was a kid so i gotta go devil may cry it's one of my favorites
3: okay i'm gonna Where
0: go darksiders damn dude that sucks because oh. i'm gonna go devil may cry Yes, thank I am, goodness. Why am I even playing? <laughs> why am I here?
1: The thing to with add that, to
0: conversation. The thing with that is, if I were going to go back and try one of these series or start with one of these series, I would start with Devil May Cry first. Devil May Cry is iconic, man. It's got a lot of cool yeah. stuff going on. Fair in the game. enough. Plus. Okay, this next one's going to be pretty obscure. Uh, we have Sly Cooper and Infamous, which I don't. Do you guys are you guys familiar with those games?
2: Uh, I'm familiar with them. Um, I again, Sly Cooper is one of those. Like franchises that there was a point when I would maybe think about it with like PlayStation one era is he like, like a that? raccoon Yeah And he has like the cane and he would swing on stuff and he has some pretty cool platformers, right? Yes, um, that to me is a little bit more interesting than infamous I never thought that when infamous came out
0: that it would be anywhere near as big as it is now I thought it was pretty like just run of the what mill. is
3: infamous infamous you know
0: is a is a ps3 game It's a third-person action game where you play essentially like a comic book superhero dude like you have powers and there's a morality system sort of like fable where you make very uh, cut and dry like good and bad decisions and that changes how the story rolls out and kind of how your character looks
3: i'm gonna go with it just for that infamous Uh-oh. yeah i'm also but gonna we- go with
0: infamous because i think it's a little more robust in its concept and i've also never played it so it'd be pretty cool to go back to right on cool all right on the other side we have god of war or assassin's creed and i think we're just kind of doing the whole series here See, I think this one is
3: one that I can weigh most in on. Let's hear it. I think that Assassin's Creed is getting better. Like, they're both getting better. Like, I think the dude, new God of War. Dude, you got play God of War, man. I know. I, well, I'm playing God of War 3 right now, and I'm priming myself for the, the new God of War. Right. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the, the new Assassin's Creed, talking about stuff that we forgot to mention on the last episode, the new Assassin's
0: Creed is one that I actually want to play and buy. Same here, dude for the first time in like 6 years. Yeah, yeah, I
3: know. I played I think I think I played the first Assassin's Creed and I was like, "Okay, I get it." You know, like after I got all the mechanics down, I was kind of like, eh, put it down." Right? right? Um so hopefully the new one will be good. I'm just going to say just because I like fuck fucking like Titans and mythology and shit, I'm going to go God of War. God of War's pretty brutal. I mean, like I think Assassin's Creed has maybe a little more like originality in that it it it, it it takes historical events and allows you to kind of be able to kind of put your own story into it or something. But, I mean, God of War is just cool. I just like slaying fucking titans and stuff.
2: Right. And from what my experience is with Assassin's Creed, which is very little, mm-hmm. I do remember a lot of it being a little bit more monotonous while I was playing it, while I do prefer maybe a more, like, wild and theatrical experience like you get out of God of War. Yeah. Playing that. Plus, Assassin's War had that awful movie. So, points <laughs> against it for that, right? Okay. Yeah, Not but it had Michael Fossman
0: already. So, you're g- you're picking uh, God of War, Max?
2: I'm going to go God of War.
0: That's fair. I think I was going, like, if I would have gone next, I would have made a case for Assassin's Creed, but I'm okay with God of War because even those old, like, first of all, the new game is definitely worth playing just to see what, like, the team made. Right. Um, and some of the older ones are so singular in their expression of gameplay that, like, they're kind of timeless, you know? Yeah. Plus, okay. that
2: guy was in uh, Mortal Kombat, so. Yeah. Remember oh, yeah, that? That
1: oh, cool. was cool. Kombat. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, next we have Bioshock and Uncharted. And for me, this is an easy decision. I will go with Bioshock because I think the world is just so freaking cool to be in. I love the storylines way more. I've never played an Uncharted game, and they just don't really appeal to me like at all.
2: Yeah, what do you think? Hunter?
0: I watched people play Bioshock, and it was pretty...
3: I was enthralled. Yeah, it. it looks dude.
2: fucking sweet. It is. Cerebral is a good word for it. Now so I'm going Bioshock. Now, Ben is listening to this right now. Yeah, and he loves Uncharted. Yeah, he does. He, was, he's an, he, be he mad? slipped it in there, <laughs> and he was. You know, I can't <laughs> yeah, wait to hear. He should hear have him put him it against it. Sly <laughs> Cooper. Yeah, and he didn't know what he was doing when he put it up against Bioshock because I also like Bioshock way more than Uncharted. So
3: okay, man. All right, well, the next go. one
1: up.
0: Is Sorry, two, Ben. The next one up is two major RPG series, and it's The Elder Scrolls and Fallout.
2: When I think about Elder Scrolls, I don't realize that it like encapsulates like Morrowind and Skyrim. Yeah, and Oblivion. Right. And Oblivion, yeah, which that's is one of my favorite RPGs thinking, of yeah. all time. Oblivion was the one I was actually thinking of.
3: I all I can go off of because I haven't played either is what I think I would like more, and I think I would like the Elder Scrolls more.
2: It does seem like it's right up your alley. Very like you that's know, that's all I can give, right? Fantasy, knights, brutal sword stuff,
0: brutal swords, brutal pretty, pretty cool. riffs, and a lot of lions. <laughs> so. Pretty cool, but I think you
2: can get all of that out of Fallout, <laughs> but with also a tad bit more of a eccentric and interesting story and plotline. And personality. Are to you it. gonna go Fallout? I gotta go Fallout. I think yeah, Fallout's Chase cool. I used it. to always like watching Chase wow. and Tom play Fallout.
0: Okay, so Fallout 4 is fantastic. I loved playing it using the survival systems. Fallout 3 was also just pivotal, and I'm really happy that I got to be like kind of cognizant of gaming while it was released. That being said, Oblivion is like one of my favorite RPGs of all time and like a foundational gaming experience that I had growing up and i honestly think that that feeling of discovery outweighs the feeling of the discovery in fallout so i'm going to have to stick it to elder scrolls but i like that ben ebig is making a slay in the first round yeah. i honestly do think that's like a smart way to do it
2: <laughs> yeah that's smart because this next one's going to be hard to decide who does yeah. the slaying
0: boy oh boy lego <laughs> dimensions or skylanders these are two toys to life game
2: right and uh, let's just be real, okay? If there's any toy that I'm still gonna play with in life, it's, it's gonna be Legos, and I'll absolutely do that with pride, and I'll carry that into the video game world as well. So I gotta go Legos in this one. What
0: is Skylanders?
1: It's yeah. Uh, Chase, it's you got take it from here.
0: Toys lines? I don't know. I think it's got their own designs. I think Spyro is in it. At, like, there's been some crossovers, but oh wow, Spyro! They,
2: they the have their Lego. they have their own ride at um, Astro World.
3: Well, there
0: you have it, Ben. The answer is Lego. I right. suck it. Is. Going <laughs> back over to the left, we have Spyro versus Ratchet and Clank. So we're still slaying on the uh, character plat, like the uh, mascot.
2: Spyro versus Ratchet and Clank. I think you gotta go with Spyro on this. I'm gonna one. go Spyro as well. Yeah, no way, dude! Dragon. Ratchet
0: and Clank has the <laughs> latest remastered version of the game, though, for like forty bucks, and it is beautiful. And it's the original game. It's mm. totally badass. Have you gotten to play cool. Spyro? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Yeah. I've played it for like maybe forty-five minutes. Same with Ratchet. So you played and Clank.
3: only. So you played both of them maybe a similar uh, non
0: material amount enough to like know that I was in my hands at one point you know
3: <laughs> Okay I mean I don't want to just outrule somebody that has an actual opinion on this
2: Well do it then
3: So I'll go with I'll go with you Chase I'll, wow. throw, I'll throw my hat in the bucket
0: Holy cow Just because Gullible. I would recommend that one over the next Spyro remaster because I put a lot of love and care into
3: this I one. literally have zero experience in either so uh, if somebody has an actual Opinion, not boy.
2: necessarily devastated by the result. Either.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, but right, this well, next one could be said otherwise. Okay, so. what do we think about Devil May Cry versus Infamous?
2: Look, dude, I didn't want Infamous to get this far, so obviously, I want Devil May Cry to run. All right, cool characters. When I was a kid, I thought it was like super tight that he was like a stylish fighter, mm-hmm. and he had like a sword and guns. You could switch back between <laughs> like the two, a sword and guns. You switch back and <laughs> forth between the two as you fought, <laughs> and you got combos. And you, the more stylish you were with killing zombies or killing demons, the better points you got. Okay. So I thought it was
0: now good. okay. So now, Hunter, do you want like kind of Japanese devil named teenage boys with a lot of guns and swords, or do you want like a gruff white bald guy with a leather jacket who like shoots lightning out of his hands? Definitely the first one.
2: Yeah, (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Really? All right. Yeah, hands down the first one. Stylish demon king with swords and...
1: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'd pick
2: that one too. All
0: right, so now we have God of War and Bioshock, which I
1: think is going to be
2: tough. That's a rough one.
0: I
3: actually have an opinion with God of War, but I also like Bioshock. I respect the shit out of Bioshock. I think
0: both have solidified themselves as like uh, historical points in the like ever- Oncoming just path of action. That is the video game industry, you know, right all sure. I
3: can say is that like Bioshock like you said was just a very well-made like you it's feel striking. like you're in the world game
2: It was yeah. immersive. It was definitely more immersive in like the atmosphere and, and story. like when
3: some of the stuff happens Like you get genuinely scared, right? Yeah. Um that being said I, like God of War is just kind of more up my alley like this my type of game So I just have to say that you're gonna
2: do Going that
0: to the circus of values man Yes
2: Full what footage. about you, Chase?
0: I think I'm gonna have to pick Bioshock because I think Bioshock. I would rather play Bioshock One over like God of War Two, and Bioshock also has. It also has uh, Infinite, which is a good game. Um, and though I liked, though I can appreciate what was accomplished in the newest God of War, like I'm not gonna play it again. I didn't necessarily like it as much as everybody else did. Which is, like, it sucks to say because it makes you sound like a spoiled brat considering, like, what an accomplishment it was, but that's just the truth of it.
2: Yeah, no, and I think that throughout, like, the legacy of the games themselves, each one of the games within Bioshock, I felt like they took a lot of bold turns, especially with Infinite, and I felt like it stood out next to all the other ones a lot, right? So I really appreciated that, even though a lot of people thought that Infinite wasn't very good. I still thought that, like, the whole design... And everything about the game was like a bold step. And I don't think they've done that as much with God of War. I think that they generally just changed like the overall theme. But then it's like the same hack and slash situation. Even mm-hmm. though, again, I know that the new game was like pretty groundbreaking in the story and how they did all that, which is cool. But I got to just lean towards Bioshock. I'm just, hey, I have more affinity towards that game.
0: That is fair. Is that okay? Stern, but Stern,
3: fair. Stern, but fair,
2: always.
0: Okay, this next one's not a question. I don't think. It's The Elder Scrolls versus Lego. We're Do you think about Legos
2: as a whole? No, I do. Trust me, I like
0: building them, but I'm telling you their games, they're not are, the best. Whoa, but it's not, you know, it's about the whole
2: identity, you know? like Until, Elder Scrolls.
1: until you're banging your head against <laughs> the game. All I'll right. take dragons I'll over Legos. I'll
2: gently lean towards Elder Scrolls with you. All right.
0: You're like a willow in the wind. Yes. Okay, Um. alright, is it time for Devil May Cry, Mr. Dante, to just slay Ratchet and Clank and at this point, it's like a raccoon, a little, like, three-foot raccoon and his robot friend uh, against, like, a demon-slaying, motorcycle-driving, you know, fast-reloaded. Yeah,
2: with a half-demon brother. Devil May Cry sounds cooler to me. Devil May Cry is awesome.
1: Devil yeah, and May I want to play is. the new one. Yeah. And they've new got new games
0: awesome. coming out, and that's cool. Ratchet & Clank yeah. is Ratchet & Clank. <laughs> All right, well, that brings us to the other it's side. Now it's Bioshock in and The Elder Scrolls. I think Elder Scrolls is just a more robust series with... More content, more game, more innovation, more legacy. Dude, Damn, Chase I can
1: Bioshock. Yeah, that's I can't fucking wild. You went with that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I can, but I thought you were going to go Bioshock.
2: What about you, man? Because you know I'm a Bioshock boy. You know I don't give a shit about all the elves and the fucking wondrous forest and the fucking night. So,
3: can I ask a question just generally in y'all's opinion? Right. In between Oblivion and, and, and Elder and Skyrim and all these other iterations of it. Is there really a, a wealth of diversity between the games? Is it true
0: are they truly accomplishing different things in each game? They are pushing forward technologically. They are moving the craft of video game making forward and they are moving the the strength of like how they make games in their engine forward each time. And I think there is enough sort of like fictional content in each one that they warrant uh, like standing out on their own as well, even though they are clearly, uh, there's clear technical progression in them, you know? Right. What are your thoughts on Bioshock
3: and why you like Bioshock?
2: Me? Yeah, because you were uh, going to say Bioshock, right? Just because I think it looks cooler.
3: Little little, just a little bit, got yeah.
2: more feels. He likes the I Tommy
0: like th- guns and plasmids more I than do. Magic and that Elves. I do. I that's dude, cool. Yeah. For
2: sure, absolutely. And there was also a big twist at the first Bioshock that I really liked. And I was like, one of the first genuine like times in a video game, I was like, oh, that's actually pretty cool.
0: And it has weight in the sense that you're playing a game as well. Like, it leans into the medium, which is really nice. Yeah. Hmm.
3: This is tough, because I kind of don't want Max to just automatically go to Devil May Cry.
0: The
1: thing Whoa. is, like,
3: <laughs> right? On the next round.
2: Oh, you got it, because you got to think about yourself. Yeah, because if, yeah. You know Most likely, I mean? it's going to be you breaking a tie on the next one. Fuck.
3: Okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to keep it short. I'm just going to say Bioshock. Just to throw the wrench in there.
0: All wrenching
2: right. it up pretty wrenching hard. It up. Now okay. I can't argue against Devil May Cry. Yeah, yeah. you just made it nice and easy <laughs> for all of us.
0: All right, Devil May Cry versus Bioshock. I will pick Bioshock just because I, I think... <laughs> I bet the story in Devil May Cry is fucking outrageous and campy and honestly pretty stupid. And I would say right. that Bioshock has a decently interesting story with actual rendered characters that have, like, good scenes. There's, like, an aspect of choice and, like cerebralness in the game um, and it's dark and it has a visual identity and Devil May Cry like the character designs do and I gotta admit the characters are pretty badass I sometimes think that just using just uh, like lifting out of the Inferno is kind of easy but it is kind of cool too so I don't know yeah I'll go Bioshock
3: what do you gotta say Max
2: I mean, I gotta go Devil May Cry. I think that the characters are far more iconic, and I think at this point, you can now take a series like Devil May Cry and play with it a lot more because you have these characters that are close to people's hearts as opposed to, like, this game and atmosphere that people tend to, in name, that I think people seem to have affinity for, like Bioshock. But the new Bioshock game could be, like, any kind of game, which also lends credence to itself too as well because that could be really cool they could take it in like ultimately weird direction Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day the only thing that would keep me attached to that is the name Bioshock but if in the next game it was some sort of like RPG style instead of being a like action role-playing game but I got to play and go through a world as Dante or as one of the more iconic characters that would honestly be even more gripping to me and make me want to play it so
3: the my takeaway is like I feel like if I had played Devil May Cry at a young age, right. I'd probably look back on it fondly. The nostalgia would be
2: prevalent. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it has that an iconic s- kind of gameplay. It is right. those frenetic action games that have their own identity.
3: That For being sure. said, I did I only watched Bioshock and it resonated with me. I always respect. Welcome that to after. the Circus of Values. What are they okay, called? Cool. It's like the little girl and daddy the or big whatever. The big daddies and little girls. The little girls.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the um, one baby podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
3: I was thinking about call it like uh, we gave her the witty banter baby bump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, baby yeah, burp. I think I'm just going to say Bioshock.
2: I'm just gonna do it. You're just gonna do it. You yeah. have salt you have all this power and you're just gonna do it. Nice and yeah, climactic. I mean, I, I've got wow. zero so, I'd
0: be high fiving got- you already right now, Hunter. That's fantastic yeah. to hear. Good for you. Ben, <laughs> thanks for sending this bracket in. And thanks for, like, setting it up and, and emailing us the, the image and everything. That was fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. Sorry we
3: didn't end up with Uncharted. <laughs> I feel like Yeah, he stopped listening
0: already. I feel like you so. needed a lot of nostalgia for, like, the uh, character mascot ones, too. Yeah, I'm for sure. I bet, there's a, I bet there's a section of people out there who are just, like, gutted right now.
2: Devastated, <laughs> because we grew up with Nintendo 64s, and they grew up with <laughs> PlayStation 1s. Yeah. So sorry about that. Oh, man. Well, fun bracket as always. I love doing brackets with the gang, but it was pretty exhausting, and I need a little bit of a break. So let's go ahead and just take a quick break, come back and do a halftime on these brews and that water and your hangover, and we'll go from there.
0: If you want to keep up with the show after the microphones have turned off, be sure to follow us on social media by searching Witty Banter Show on Twitter and Instagram and liking us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast.
2: Want to steer the conversation or be a part of the show? Just go on down to wittybantershow.com and leave us a suggestion for a beer or a question for us to
3: answer on the show. And if you like what we're doing and you want to support the cause, head on over to iTunes and leave a review and feel free to share it with your friends. Let's get back to it. On a scale
2: of one to ten, Chase, how oh. hydrated are you?
0: Dude, I'm probably at a seven now. Today that's is that's I'm good. packing solid. it in today.
2: You've been getting up there. You've packing been getting your number. <laughs> <laughs> You've been getting your number in there from all the heavy packing.
0: Yesterday <laughs> I tried it. to drink water, and my body wasn't having it. So today no. I'm catching it on the reject- Yeah,
2: rejecting everything you were giving it. Well, I'm glad that the water is doing its job today. So that's a A plus ten out of ten on the water that Chase is drinking. Yes.
3: All right, Hunter. What about this beer? So. It says, ale brewed with citra and mosaic hops. And then on the mm-hmm. back it says, tropical fruit and citrus notes. I don't really get a whole lot of that. I don't know why. I mean, I, I think there's almost more like floral aspects than that. Yeah, I could see that. Than like the citrusy stuff. I feel like
2: beers like to throw around citrus and tropical yeah. a lot. I feel like yeah. it's
0: got to be hard to have a palate when you only have, like, 21 IBUs as well. You true.
1: Know?
3: Also very true. That being said, it drinks really well. It's it a well. 7% beer, which is I'm also, I'm holding, like holding back from drinking more. Right. It holds its 7% very well. Um, it's tasty. I like it. I think it's very well made. It's tasty. It's malty. I wouldn't say that, like,
2: the description it's matches tasty, the beer. It's
0: tasty. It's malty.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: Tasty. Malty. Exactly.
2: Uh, but so far, I'm also really liking the beer. It's not exactly what I expect from Saison's, right? Yeah. I the farmer's more beer? Of like a, yeah, I mean, a classic <laughs> farmer's beer. Do you, you feel know, like eating in farmer. an apple orchard, just taking a break? I feel like I'm just wearing overalls and shoving Fontina into my mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like all the farmers before me. <laughs> <laughs> right? so. Me too. Cool. <laughs> Excellent. So we're all on the um, same page. Yeah. Good. <laughs> well, we're going to need that for this next up-and-coming section, a long overdue one because we haven't done one in a while. Well, we're going to be doing a build your own six-pack.
1: Build your own six-pack.
2: I'm excited. Brief description of what this is. What we are going to do as a whole is we're going to take a category we're going to build a six-pack, meaning we're going to select six different items that we would give within this category to somebody to get them started down the road of whatever this category is. Yeah, it's
3: kind of like a beginner's kickoff, right? Right. You yeah. just
2: walk into the party, you're trying to catch up. Yeah. Okay? Everybody is plastered but you. You're like, Here, you gotta drink this six one, six and beer. then this one, and
3: this one, this, and this one, one, this, and this one, 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 and this one. one. And, this and they're one. all different for some yeah. reason. It's a sick party. <laughs> like,
2: fuck. Like, damn, this party's wild. <laughs> uh, but... Given the season, we just it's the first day of October, which means it's Halloween season, spooky season right now.
1: Hey.
2: And we thought about maybe doing like a horror movie six pack, but I thought we would get a little bit more focused for this section and do a Halloween movie six pack. All right. Okay. Leaves it a little bit more open to interpretation.
0: So movies you'd want to watch on or around or to get into the Halloween spirit. Halloween spirit, spirit. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I right. like that. Yeah. This
2: can go into multiple directions here, all right? They can just be playing with the holiday within the reality of the real world. I feel mm-hmm. like we they have to have
0: be- seen them too.
2: Yeah, for sure, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, I'm about to erase all these. <laughs> I've never seen a Halloween movie in my life. <laughs> Whoever's suggesting the movie has to have seen them. Um, but yeah, they can be something spooky, something fun, whatever you want it to be. So does anybody have one that they feel like just needs to be in this six pack for sure?
3: I don't know. Um, it seems like, I mean, I, I, came to, I came to bear with like a list right. of movies that I thought we should consider, none of which were like they have to get in here.
2: There you go. It feels like you may be a little bit detached from the list.
3: One that I will throw in that I think y'all might like. Oh. Edward Scissorhands.
0: See, it's is a, that it's, a Halloween see, movie? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This it's is a kooky we, movie, already, but I wouldn't yeah. feel like it's a Halloween movie. Okay,
3: you know? it doesn't get you into Halloween spirit, then fuck me.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, it's okay, gothic, you, got, but, you know?
0: Yeah, you got a
3: huge list, right?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, gothic I is
0: year-round. Halloween
2: is only one month. Yeah, right?
0: okay. that's why the goths love Halloween. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: just based around them, finally.
0: You got Beetlejuice. See, okay. I would also not... Well, I mean, is that a Halloween movie? I don't... Like, look, I think we're getting Halloween. closer. I think we're
2: totally getting closer. That's Let me... Sure. So, we talked
0: about horror films at this, uh, being at the start of this thing, and I think one that I would be willing to transfer over is one of my favorites, The Conjuring, because it is that exorcism side of Halloween, right. and yep. it is a horror movie, but... You do watch scary movies around the time of Halloween, for sure. And if we want to put an in, a in horror inclusion in there, that would be like my vote. And if you have other ones like you'd want to battle it with, I'm open to hearing them.
3: No, for sure. I knew you were definitely going to put The Conjuring in
2: there. Yeah,
0: which is kind of why I just want to like go in and throw it in. You know, I yeah. wasn't
3: gonna battle
2: it. Get it into the mix. I don't. I don't mind that because I think you do. You want an authentically spooky film. Mm-hmm. It's Halloween, dude. You're trying to get freaked out for sure.
3: Another one that I was gonna throw in that I think is
0: authentically spooky was Blair Witch Project. Ooh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Actually that's actually That's a movie that like, I legitimately f- feel is dangerous. Where I'm like, do I really <laughs> want to watch this? Like, Do I really want to potentially scare the shit out of myself with this? Yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, I'm down to throw it in, but that's two very scary movies very quickly, which yeah. means we're going to run out on some like, kind of our allowance yeah, day, yeah. You know?
2: yeah, we got to get it getting pretty fun here, which is why I got to throw out one of the most iconic movies of Halloween, at least in my household, which was Hocus Pocus. Wow. Sure. I mean, look. So, that Indies, good. Maybe yeah. it was good. that was lot.
3: her contribution. Whenever I told her about this, uh, the six pack.
2: It's a great film. Okay.
3: Is it? It embodies
2: the spirit of Halloween. Just a little bit of spookiness in there. It's, for the, real, it's yeah. for the there's, whole family. There's actual spookiness For the family. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But there are yeah, there are moments of actually being spooked. I don't
3: so. think I've ever watched it all the way through.
2: There's definitely a uh, a weight to the movie. There's a severity to the situation at hand. Okay. And a lot of iconic they lines. They get into the dark arts. Absolutely. There you go. So that's why I throw in there. Yeah. For sure. What
0: about if we're gonna go with some more of the f- all for the family uplifting Halloween, a movie that is a legitimate fusion of two holidays, A Nightmare Before Christmas. Of course. One of those being Halloween. No,
2: I mean absolutely. I mean that's such an iconic movie to the Halloween the, franchise. Even for the sure. opening
0: song to that film just gets me pumped about Halloween and scary shit.
2: Hmm, oh, absolutely. I think you also makes like Christmas. But it's a Christmas
0: movie too. It's it both. Is a
2: Christmas movie. But I'd say it's a lot more of a Halloween movie than it's a Christmas movie. I
0: don't know, man. <laughs> see, even. Yeah. I haven't. <laughs> uh, but I,
3: wanna, I, haven't, I would want to put it in. I, I haven't even seen that one. So what? Yeah, now. that's actually what?
2: like... <laughs> what? I'm not over here being like, why you got to see it, but I'm like movie, legitimately dude.
3: flabbergasted that you just haven't seen it by now. It, it, the other, char- or the other uh, one I was going to throw in for Family Fun was going to be It's the Great Ch- Pumpkin, Charlie Brown.
0: Oh yeah That's
3: cool That would be my family
0: contribution I just wouldn't I rarely ever watch that It's not know?
3: as probably noteworthy As the Nightmare
0: Before Christmas
3: Right So if we're gonna go family fun and I think we already have two family friends
0: then.
1: Okay And I think yeah. that's fair
0: right. Now these right. next two then have to be I feel like the indulgent Halloween movies For you sure know, Like Friday Absolutely. the 13th Slasher flicks Honestly Slasher flicks uh, yeah what was the one, what was the fucking parody movie that we went and saw opening weekend? Us?
2: Yeah. Oh, Cabin in the Woods? Cabin ah, in, in the Woods. woods. Cabin, yes, in the woods really Cabin in fucking, the Woods is actually a really good in. one. Yeah. We that Cabin have in one the in Woods is, woods solid. is in. Cabin in the Woods for sure. That yeah. movie is great.
3: It's just the right amount of everything. It was just a movie that like, the people who made it genuinely s- sacrificed that movie doing well <laughs> for
2: the few people that went there. To just be like, what the fuck? This is what this movie's about? (laughs) There's like you and 30 other people in the theater who like actually went and saw it. Promoted itself as like a
0: generic teen horror movie. 100%. And we went opening weekend kind of expecting that. Just, yeah, run of the mill. Yeah, because that was right around the time that I was watching like Paranormal Activity and like kind of getting into horror movies for the first time, you know, or like back into them. Um, But yeah, having the authentic experience of not knowing that film was so great.
3: Alright. What other list do you got? Or what other
2: okay, so got I've got some other
3: list. ones oh, yeah. to We're list. at our last
0: spot. Alright, guys. Spot right so,
3: now. these are ones that just popped up that I was like, let's just consider them, okay? okay? We've got Dawn of the
0: Dead. Oh, yeah. We, you need a zombie dimension film. Zombies,
3: yes. Right. Um, you got some classics coming up. Sixth Sense, Silence of the Lambs, The Shining, The Exorcist, The Omen.
1: Yeah. Now, Nightmare
3: like on c- Elm Street, Freddie vs. Jason, Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
2: I'm leaning towards the bottom Ooh. half of this list only Texas because Texas
0: Chainsaw Massacre is a good addition. And like I a think. scary
2: movie doesn't always lend itself to being a Halloween scary movie, in my uh-huh. opinion. Mm-hmm. So I st- and I do think that we need something more iconic to Halloween.
3: I put The Ring is there. I don't know if I said that earlier as well, but that was like the scariest movie when I was a kid ever. Yeah. For um, sure. yeah Texas Chainsaw w- Massacre was one that I was definitely thinking. Also, I had Ghostbusters. <laughs> Do you have? <laughs>
1: Do you That's that, honestly a, not a
3: bad idea.
0: Would you consider like vampires, like vampire movies or like <laughs> werewolf kind of movies in the like list? Like A Night with
3: a Vampire or whatever? Or whatever? The Tom Interview Cruise with a
0: Vampire? Interview
2: with a Vampire. That's too deep in like. I don't think that would be I'm not about me to try to get. Yeah, that can like trigger Oscar the feels. I'm looking for a shameless slasher film. The one that makes me feel bad because I'm enjoying comedy? watching people getting killed. Which one?
0: A shameless comedy. Have you? Did you ever see What We Do in the Shadows? Because that was fucking That movie hysterical.
2: is great, so I will <laughs> use this moment to promote that movie because that yeah. movie is hysterical. <laughs> yeah. so fucking funny. Dude, that funny, movie, dude. Winnie bites that girl on the couch and it's stop. bleeding everywhere, it's, oh my God, it's so funny. <laughs> the
0: jokes never stop coming.
2: Yeah, for real. That, that one's good. But I don't know if that's a Halloween movie. That's uh-huh. just a witty banter dude, bump. Dude, the Texas I mean, are there-
0: Chainsaw Massacre, I think, oh, Saw. What about Saw? Because like I'm kind of down to get that gore you. fest in there. And to me, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is gory. Honestly, that Mandy film, which I haven't gotten to see yet, could be like a very violent, like, super intense edition. But I thought yeah. you Texas were say
1: Hereditary. Massacre.
2: Hereditary? I thought you were no, going to bring it. That's too deep. I would never watch that ever again. Even I never, never I recommend that movie. that movie to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <Me> neither. <laughs> <laughs> what a great film. I would never recommend it ever.
3: Did y'all ever watch The Strangers? Ooh. Yeah. That was one that's of Chase's uh,
2: favorites.
0: Dude, no, I'll never, I'll never watch <laughs> that movie again. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: and then I also had the Ritual too. Ritual is a good film. It's just not iconic. Enough. Is there another the zombie
0: spot. film
3: we're overlooking? I, I mean, I saw Grindhouse.
2: Later. Twenty-eight days later is a Did good. You ever film. watch
3: Grindhouse Planet Terror? Yeah, but
2: no. that one's too. That was more actiony than not like as much horror. of a yeah Halloween. Right. Okay. So this is tricky, man. I think I don't the really
0: remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre is that's a kind of what dude. I'm leaning to. Plus, like, I think that it's that was, like
2: the most shameless when it comes to like gore and yeah. just violence yeah, and embracing the psychotic nature of what could happen to you in such a situation.
3: Did you all ever see like the hills Have eyes or any of that kind also of Also very shit? gross. Gross. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the I have like a
2: horrible, like I, like, the least favorite part of my personality is how much I like gore, which is like awful, I know, yeah. but definitely into them, but it's, it's like too yeah. much. And well, that some
3: people will say like, I've watched some fucking Evil Dead and that was gross as shit. Dude. That Evil shit. Dead Two
0: is a fucking sweet movie there yeah. was some movie Drive Me Back to Hell that was on TV that I watched with Cole in our place in College Station and we were like in hysterics, dude, laughing at that. Oh movie.
2: yeah. Even though he has a there was pretty that level strong of subject matter. Have you guys not seen the Evil Dead Two? No. With like the dude and he has like the yeah. hand chopped off and he has a chainsaw on his hand? <laughs> no. <It's> fairly iconic. <laughs>
3: No. That movie's Clearly.
2: great. I would put that in the spot, but I don't know if we've all seen it. So, so
3: it sounds like we're leaning towards Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, I think we can go we're ahead and round again. up our six six pack. Let's go right? ahead and
2: round it out. Then
3: Blair Witch Project.
0: Yep. The Conjuring.
3: We, yep. Boom. It's a really Nightmare For Christmas. Hocus Pocus. And Hocus Pocus.
0: Yeah. Sing with the family and have fun. Cabin we'll in the Woods. We'll Laugh your ass thing. off.
3: And Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Get gory. That's a pretty good movie.
2: That's a pretty yeah. good. And that also opens you up to more, maybe more like eccentric films yeah. that you might want to get into.
3: Yeah, and you know, I, I was thinking we had to put a zombie one in there, but zombies not super Halloween-y. I think zombies year-round now. I would have accepted it, but it, the other ones I feel like feel like they would actually get me in the spirit.
2: No, for sure. Absolutely.
3: I like getting, you know, somebody's face sewn onto another person's face.
2: Yeah, it's always great. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> said, so, I mean, you're wearing masks because it's yeah. Halloween, and in this movie, they're taking people's faces and wearing them as masks, yeah, so that's not? also really great. Oh, man. But I will say a special shout out to a friend of mine named Ryan Mains, who tends to pick more like obscure films, and he suggested me a long time ago for a Halloween movie called Witchin and Bitchin, and it's a <laughs> Spanish horror comedy that is genuinely becoming one of my personal favorites as far as Halloween goes. Just throwing that out there, even though yeah. I wouldn't put it in the six pack, but definitely throwing it out the, there. The Banter Nation for Ryan needs Maines. to
0: know that any recommendation that comes from Ryan Mains is one worth checking. out. Yeah,
2: that's definitely one to check out. I think you can find it on Netflix. Do yourself a favor.
3: I'm glad that we got a, a, at least a good smattering of not super scary horror films,
2: right? Because we could have another six pack down the road. That's
3: our we actual could. favorite
2: horror movies.
3: Maybe yeah. some will cross over. I'm actually more interested to hear that than uh, than this one. Just from y'all, this one's a little bit more.
2: You know, it's hey, it's for the holidays. Yeah, all right, they come and go.
3: We gotta keep it clean for the babies. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, come on now, <laughs> babies, watch the Texas Chainsaw Ocus Massacre. Focus. Yeah, focus,
3: focus, <laughs> and then
2: Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and hit onto the mail corner here. Come to Chase,
0: what do we got Sweet. going on over there? The mailbag is getting robust. Beautiful. So we're going to we're gonna have to do our it's best to get through these. Probably. Let's
2: do about half of one every episode. That way we always have one ready.
0: <laughs> That's a good idea. All right, this one actually comes from, I think, probably like two episodes ago, and it's Dunter getting pretty upset that we said that Drake and Josh... Was not good enough to be put in our brackets that we did, right? And uh, look, yeah, I don't, th- I don't know. I'm not convinced.
2: <laughs> I understand. Okay, I secretly watched a lot of that show. All right, That's I think Drake and Josh
3: probably could have uh, replaced like the Amanda Show. Yeah, but if I mean, overall, the breadth of Nickelodeon was If you're going to pull a right.
0: show like Drake and Josh, then do like get get as guilty pleasure as you can with it, and do Lizzie McGuire.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's mm, not that as wasn't Disney. In, that wasn't in the, yeah, Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. the one that
3: I felt bad about leaving out was Rocco's oh, Modern true. Life, that we didn't fucking put that one in there. We I didn't put we that one did. in there? No, Rocco's Modern Life was not in there. We had Ren and Stimpy and all the other did ones. Did we just forget about that? We just forgot about it.
2: That's actually rough. I yeah, feel that's bad pretty bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. We I feel like it we on its head, Dunter. That. I feel like we, yeah, we are sad, <laughs> Dunter, but not because of your stupid reason. Oh, man.
0: Is that it? Is that the is that the email? That was that's that email. the email. The next one comes from Dooney Ray, and it's aimed specifically at me, so I'll try to keep it short. It says, "Chase, how well do you think Octopath Traveler would translate as an anime?" He mentions that Persona Four and Five both had their own adaptations that were somewhat well received, uh, and he wants to know my opinion on it. Octopath Traveler, of course, being the RPG that came out of Square Enix this year. I think if uh, anime fans wanted it at one, and it was drawn well enough to like, keep them entertained. That's great for them. I personally probably wouldn't watch it or wouldn't get any hype for one, you know?
2: As much as I do think that that game looks great and I've heard nothing but great things about it, there is something that looks fairly, like, generic about the characters themselves. You know, like, I, still, I think it's, like, really well done and I think that the graphics are really well done in that game. But I don't think that, like, the way that they look may transfer over to being a very interesting anime.
3: I saw Dooney just jonesing about it on twi- on Twitter, man. Loves it's it. It's an amazing
0: video game, for sure. Yeah, yep. um, But for me, that's where, where, that's where the experience kind of stops. And yeah, like you're saying, Max, it has an iconic visual style. And when you draw it, if it was just, if it had the budget of like, okay, no, we just need to get a, a studio to make this for us, and the idea is just to kind of get it done and get it out there, then it's probably going to be made in more of like a, Production type environment where it's being just kind of crafted out. It's not, you know, being art directed and stuff like that, you know? Right.
2: Yep. Agreed. Good question. Thank you, Dooney.
0: Thank you, Dooney. Okay. Uh, another one from Dunter Horset. What is the biggest screw up you have made in the kitchen?
2: Oh. Max, we've mid- worked
0: in kitchens, so we've got some pretty yeah, monumental I've, ones.
2: I've fucked up like a lot in somebody else's kitchen for sure. Yeah. Which is <laughs> well, when we worked in a kitchen. But um, I don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> I definitely we had to tray bacon right and this is like fancy thick cut bacon and we would tray a shitload of it hmm. all at once and then we would put it into an oven we put it on 15 minutes and we'd have to go back yep. and get it but there was it was a group oven it was an oven inside of a larger <laughs> restaurant so you couldn't just like steal it or wait by it for the whole time because you had other stuff to do and there's countless times where I left all that bacon in there and it all got fried and it was like $300 worth of bacon that's and hilarious I just upset.
3: did that this weekend really yep Nice. On a smaller scale, of course. But yeah. I ruin, not ruined. it's just over crispy bacon. For sure.
0: Here's one that was, I'm pretty sure, a prank on me. We had two squirt bottles that had olive oil and balsamic vinegar. And I went to go put balsamic vinegar on a sandwich and the cat busted off and the entire thing spilled out onto the countertop. And if you know what balsamic vinegar tastes like, you know it <laughs> doesn't taste good when it's mixed with every ingredient on the sandwich line. <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> yeah. And it's also a bitch to clean. For sure. That was a major fuck up. All right. uh, We got a couple more. Another one from Tony, or Tony, Tony Wozniak, who's like becoming a regular staple. I like to see Mr. Tony around here.
3: Yeah, we all do. Sure.
0: He asks, "Are you guys generally fans of open world games, and what are some of your favorite ones?" Uh, He says, "I'm usually at this point. I'm not usually at this point in my life. I guess uh, generally a fan, but Red Dead Redemption was was one of my favorite games ever. And right now, I'm drowning in Red Dead Redemption Two hype."
2: Yeah, I like. I've always liked them more so from afar. I never really immersed myself into the games themselves, Mm -hmm. but I've always appreciated them. And Red Dead is definitely one that I. I'm genuinely interested now because I feel like I really missed the boat when the first one came out mm-hmm. and I played like the first I played Red Dead. Right. And I like that game a lot. And for some reason, I just didn't play Red Dead Redemption. And then by then it was too late. You yeah, played so Red Dead Redolver. Revolver? Yeah. Red Dead Revolver. Dope, dude. That dude, game was OG. Sick. Yeah. That game was awesome. It had right? the dead eye system. Yeah, for sure, man. And uh, but I, I genuinely I'm interested in this new one and I would like to play it if if it looks like it's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah. Yes, but
0: Hunter, you you like open world games. You mm-hmm. love The Witcher.
3: Yeah, but I think that's the main one that comes to mind. I mean, I think I've played another actual cowboy one. I don't think it is. Uh, it might be Red Dead Revolver. You played I'm Gun.
1: Sure.
3: Gun. Yeah, I liked Gun. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's um, more of a shooter,
0: though, wasn't it?
1: Uh, or did it have open of, world structure? But it's
3: not. It's not. Um. Uh, it's not like online or anything. But yeah. I mean. The Witcher is the main one that comes to mind, and I feel like The Witcher kind of opened that genre really to me. Like, I don't I don't think that I've had a game that was like that that I liked that much. Um, so that's definitely a recent development for me within what the past about, few years.
0: Um, shit, I did, I just blanked on it. Damn it. Uh, did any of you guys ever play Fable? No. I never did. Because I consider those open world games. I love those. Um, and... You know, Fallout is open world. Oh, I was gonna ask you, Hunter, if you've if you had played Assassin's Creed because that's like a very that's a that's an open world game. Um, I loved Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is an open world game. Oblivion, we gave a lot of praise to. That's an open world game. Is uh, Tony Hawk's Underground an open world game? <laughs> Fuck yeah, it is, dude.
2: <laughs> Fuck yeah, then yeah, I got behind that real yeah, hard. It's a small scale. Underground, Underground Two, even Wasteland. I liked all those games.
3: Yeah, yeah. Take I go. liked uh, Spider Man on PS Two. Yeah, swinging <laughs> that was around the city. Game.
2: Some very yeah, that's some <laughs> sick swinging in it. It wasn't until this last game, apparently, that the swinging was mimicked or at least there you go, overdone. Finally, all
0: right. Well, we knocked out a few questions. I think we can put a stop there. Go Thank ahead you, Tony. And
2: put one in there. Thank you, Tony, for the questions. Any final words to say about water
0: chase and its value to mankind? I'm just happy that I'm in that spot where like every big gulp of it is just like life giving. You know, you can just yeah, feel absolutely. it into your body.
3: Nice.
2: Do you feel the same way about the Spear Hunter? <laughs>
3: <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah? Yeah, cool. why wow. This is This must be the, the best uh, beer
2: you've ever had.
3: The Till and Toil Saison out of Lakewood Brewery was pretty good. I really uh, thought it was well made, which isn't something that I'm um, surprised by coming from this brewery. Um, right. I feel like, you know, it like I said earlier, it kind of holds the 7.1% well, given that there's not a whole lot of bitterness or anything to combat it. Um, and it's not like super, it doesn't seem really gimmicky with the flavors. It's just, but it does have a kind of a wide palette of a little bit of floral, uh, stuff in there. And it is a little bit multi. Um, I'm digging it. It's like a really solid pound for me, like a fist bump. Oh, okay. I thought you were like pounding the beer back or something. Uh, no. <laughs>
2: Or like some sort of other strange innuendo, but no, pound cake. Yeah, it's definitely a pound cake of a beer, As in <laughs> it's very delicious. Um, nothing, nothing about it. I think like, like like we just had with the description. The description really decides to oversell it. I think in all the wrong directions. I think it has more of a classic flavor to it. Yeah, I think it's more malty. I think it's easy to drink for how like much of a bite that it has. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly high on the chugometer meter given the high ABV. Yeah. So yeah, I also Good on I'm you, gonna mate. be on the other side of that pound. Good. With the fists, sounds right? good. With good. our fists together,
3: good stuff.
2: Well, that brings us to the end of the show. We yeah. kept this one more concise. We we just ran through it. Actually, this is average now because the last ones were getting a little long there. Yeah, but this is good, short and sweet. All right. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what episodes I'm talking about, no problem. Go to wittybantershow.com. Scroll down that list They're all there mm-hmm. Okay Every single one of them We got pictures We got everything Even places Where you Like Tony Can suggest Beers Or questions For the show Something like that right? Suggest yeah. a bracket Of your own Give us
3: a bracket Like Ben Eamon For sure
2: Brackets are great um, If you want to follow us On Twitter You can follow us At Woody Banter Show uh, You can follow Chase Specifically At Bodacious Chase You can follow me At Probably Max You guys aren't going To fucking believe this I just checked my computer and there's a new upload from Crypto Diesel and oh my god <laughs> it is like revolutionary dynamite literally it'll take what everything you know about the world and put it on his fucking head yep because this video is great so definitely go on down to Hunter's channel at Crypto Diesel <laughs> get yourself a little learned alright learn yourself something <laughs> anything else boys before we head on out of here
3: no man I'm I'm ready to take on your 17 oh yes but <laughs> oh yeah for sure. I'm going to take him on.
2: This right. guy's like, oh no, weird. I don't play other characters. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go ahead and take on that 17 together. Okay. Adios, amigos.
0: Adios. Pedro Pepo. Pero Pepo.